0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world. Official sources would like us all to believe that if we unquestioningly do everything we're told to do, that our lives will magically return to what they were before the CV-19 scenario. For the record, not going to happen. Welcome to the April 10th installment of Global Alert News. Let's get to a few headlines that the corporate media won't cover. CDC data, Centers for Disease Control data, shows almost twice as many vaccine-related deaths in the first three months of 2021 than all vaccine deaths combined over the past 10 years. Not going to hear that from corporate media. And there's this new report, quote, half of healthcare workers are rejecting COVID-19 vaccines. Now let's add this, also from last week, new report, chemical cocktail found in face masks, quote, breathing in carcinogens, allergens, and synthetic microfibers. From that report, top German scientists have found that wearing certain types of face masks for long periods of time could result in potentially hazardous chemicals and harmful microplastics being inhaled deep into human lungs. This is not the only report of its type, there are many. Another headline, Angela Merkel calls for national lockdown to curb Germany's coronavirus crisis. Question, how many times will this cycle repeat itself in how many countries all over the world? And what is the true core causal factor? What is truly stoking these fires, repeated wave after wave after wave of ever new variants that keeps this cycle going? This headline, also from last week, 246 vaccinated Michigan residents diagnosed with covid After the vaccination, three dead, State Health Department confirms. That's just a small sample of what we're not being told. Another headline from last week, Klaus Schwab, he's the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, declares unvaccinated people to be a threat to humanity. That's the headline. And just an FYI, an increasing number of top health experts are stating the equation is the other way around. Consider that for a moment. Who is actually posing a risk to who in this equation? And if what we were told about vaccines and how much they protect us, how safe and effective they are, then why are the vaccinated so worried about the unvaccinated? It's not hard to see through this equation if one opens their eyes a bit. Another headline, breaking, Dr. Fauci admits COVID vaccine may not be safe. May not be safe. Again, my own small circle, my father-in-law, and my stepfather both ended up in er rooms only hours after their first cv injection both had wink long stints in the hospital and both are still not well two for two and neither of these extremely serious events in the case of my father-in-law almost dying in the hospital neither was reported to authorities so neither counted statistically And in fact, as bad as the statistics are with the adverse reactions that are occurring and the mortality occurring with them, it is believed that only one to 10% at most are being reported. But there is something that Fauci was absolutely sure of. That's this, that there would, quote, be a surprise pandemic during the Trump presidency. End quote. He didn't say might be or could be or maybe. He said would be. Don't believe Fauci said that, then you have not actually investigated. He said it on film and on the record in 2017. Very easy to find this film online. Another headline, immunologist states Pfizer and Moderna vaccines could cause long-term chronic illness from that report. In new research published in Microbiology and Infectious Diseases, immunologist Jay Classen warns the mRNA technology used in the Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines could create, quote, new potential mechanisms, end quote, of adverse events that may take years to come to light. And yet we're led to believe that as long as you're okay for the first 15 minutes, everything's fine. And anything else that happens to you after that has nothing to do with that vaccine. Who could believe that? Who could actually believe that? Again, consider that these vaccine companies have total legal immunity from any and all injury and death their products cause. Why? If they are so safe and effective, why? Here's a bit more from this newly published science report, which states that the RNA-based COVID vaccines have the potential to cause more disease than the epidemic of COVID-19 itself, end quote. Classen's study establishes the potential for the messenger RNA, that's mRNA, vaccines developed by Pfizer and Moderna to activate human proteins to take on, quote, pathologic configurations, configurations associated with chronic degenerative neurological disease. These vaccines are still in their study stages. They got emergency approval, which means they bypassed all the normal protocols, not that those protocols are adequate anyway, but they don't complete their studies until 2023. We have no idea what the long-term effects will be, and yet how many are lining up to get these injections with no idea what's even being injected into themselves. This is truly perplexing far too few in the population has stopped to consider and remember that the one thing we can be sure about with governments is that they lie. They're in the business of lying and deceiving. And the more that the population has adhered blindly to the dictates of the CB-19 scenario, the worse the situation gets. How many times will populations buy the lie that they're just one lockdown away from everything going back to normal? That's not going to happen. In the meantime, new variants keep popping up whenever and wherever they are needed to keep this cycle going. More headlines. Danish vaccine passport app will cause, quote, domino effect across Europe. Question. Is it not yet clear that agendas and objectives are being carried out and so much directly related to unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse. Keep that in mind as I move forward through these headlines. And on this note, next headline, quote, We knew this was coming. No shots, no passport, no travel. The controllers are seeking to monitor your every move. Make no mistake about that. Sounds a lot like tracking cows, doesn't it? Here's a 2019 headline to add clarity to this point. Cattle tracking system. Outfitting a sensor and tracking device to a cow's collar, ear, leg, tail, or via ingestible microchip gives farmers the ability to track cattle's activity and location. And here's how serious they are about enforcing this. This headline, also from last week, FBI promises to hunt down anyone who lies about taking COVID vax as vaccine passports loom. So much for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Next headline, the new detention camps in America, i.e. quarantine camps. It's coming. Wait and see. As each day passes in the planetary asylum, our collective fate is being determined. While mainstream media does their best to divide, polarize, and distract populations from the wider horizon, astoundingly, many still cling to the belief that endless money printing from thin air will save the day on a dying planet. What do you think? On that note, this new headline report from the American Institute for Economic Research. Here's the headline, quote, a trillion here, a trillion there. From that report, during 2020, the federal government provided a total of 3.2 trillion of COVID relief, starting with a mere 8.3 billion, then adding 104 billion, then adding 2.2 trillion and finishing off the year with another 900 billion. And now, as we're just over three months into 2021, the federal government has provided yet another $1.9 trillion in COVID relief. And the Biden administration has just asked for $2 trillion for infrastructure, printing money from thin air. The entire structure is a Ponzi scheme house of cards, and it's about to collapse. How clear can that be? It was never sustainable. Never. Not from day one. Industrialized, militarized civilization, the concept that you can expand perpetually on a finite planet with finite resources that you can loot, plunder, pillage, and pollute forever is delusional. Completely delusional. We are about to hit the wall at full velocity. Make no mistake about that. It's already unfolding. On that note, this headline, UBS predicts 80,000 more retail stores will close in five years. That prediction is absolutely wrong. It's much, much sooner than five years. It's here now. Total collapse of the current paradigm is unfolding right now by the day. We don't have five years. We don't have one year. Next headline. Let's plug this into the equation. The quote, new normal. Flash mobs, revolutionaries, and a low standard of living. That sounds bad, doesn't it? But the reality that's coming is going to be far worse than that. Because you can't support nearly 8 billion people on a dying planet. And make no mistake about it, those in power are acutely aware of this fact. Plug that into the entire equation and you'll see a much clearer view of the horizon. Next headline. Border Patrol is so overwhelmed that nearly 1,000 migrants a day are crossing Unpursued. Question Are they migrants or are they refugees? There's a big difference. Earth's life support systems are collapsing by the day, and soon, very soon, it will be a refugee planet. And those that don't believe it will soon enough. Again, wait and see. Another headline Florida reservoir, quote, contaminated with radioactive wastewater. Collapse is imminent. That headline is just one small snapshot of what's occurring all over the globe. Just one small example of the destruction being waged against the planet's life support systems. Another headline, same theme, larger scale by far. Japan running out of space for radioactive Fukushima water and says dumping it in ocean is now, quote, unavoidable. Many people think Fukushima is all better now. It could not be further from the truth. The triple nuclear meltdown, China syndrome, three nuclear volcanoes with no end in sight, no known technology to fix them. And what's the human race doing? We're building 60 more nuke plants right now. There's 440 online right now. And as climate engineering continues to decimate the atmosphere, Earth's protective layers, now if we have a large CME, a coronal mass ejection, large solar flare like the Carrington event from the 1800s, it will shut down grids around the world, And many of these nuke plants will not be able to cool themselves, and now we'll have Fukushima times perhaps 100 or 200. Game over. The human race is not behaving as a species that wants to survive very long on this planet. And that is painfully clear for any that don't have their eyes wide shut. We are all drowning in a sea of total insanity. On that note, this headline, while we're on the subject of swimming in the sea, Spain passes law mandating face masks even while swimming in the sea. So is Spain worried about CV-19 while we're swimming in the ocean or the rest of the forever filth being spewed into our oceans that have long since been used for a dumping site for the most toxic elements on the planet, as I just covered in previous headlines. And for those that don't yet know, Earth's oceans are hurling toward total collapse. They are already most of the way there. When the seas die, we will die. And let's not forget the millions of tons of climate engineering heavy metals and polymers that are being dispersed over our seas on an annual basis. Yes, this is a true circus of insanity. On that note, this headline, Paris deploys 6,600 police to enforce new COVID rules. Another headline, students at Florida high school warned they will be, quote, re-educated if caught not wearing a mask. That sounds a bit ominous, doesn't it? Wonder what, quote, re-educated means in this case. As the human race continues to free fall, or should I say, be pushed into uncharted territory, how's the official narratives changed? And how many of the population, how many in the population have stopped to consider that? This new headline, let's plug this into the equation, goodbye, war on terror, hello, permanent pandemic. Yes, that is interesting, isn't it? It seems that since CV-19 showed up, we don't hear anything about all those quote terrorists or the flu, no more flu. How many have stopped to think about any of this? The flu seems to have vanished, along with the power structure's push for us all to get our flu vaccines year in and year out. It's now been replaced with CV-19. Another headline. On that note, Germany indefinitely suspends AstraZeneca vaccine for anyone under the age of 60. Question, does that make any sense? Germany is only going to give the AstraZeneca injection that scientists say is causing very serious blood clotting issues. This is a peer-reviewed study that states this. Now they're only going to give it to older people, the weakest of all. Again, does that make any sense? Perhaps it does for those that are making the rules. And for the record, the vaccine that my stepfather and father in law both got, which put each of them into critical care within hours and week long stints in the hospital, still not better, that was the AstraZeneca vaccine. And now we see Germany's only going to give it to the elderly. What is the plan here, really? What agendas are being carried out? Not giving conclusions simply posing questions. You can fill in the blanks. But while doing so, never forget that those in power couldn't do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. We have seen the enemy, and he is us. This is Dane Wiginton with geoengineeringwatch.org. You're listening to the commercial-free Global Alert News Hour. If you want bad news, you're in the right spot. You're on the right broadcast. But remember, Problems must be faced if there is to be any chance whatsoever of fixing them. Never forget that the hallmark of a healthy mind is an unyielding willingness to face the truth no matter how dire. Stay with me to the end of this broadcast for specific direction on how to help turn the tide of total insanity. And as I try to provide more pieces to the puzzle in this broadcast, remember and consider that unfolding collapse of Earth's life support systems is fueling the entire equation that we collectively face. The controllers don't want the public to question anything, most especially the official CV-19 narratives. On that note, this new headline report was posted by TOTT News in Australia. Let's consider it. Here's the headline. Questioning COVID-19 in any way will, or rather is, becoming a thought crime. Attempts to examine or investigate the climate engineering reality are also, by the way, treated in the same manner, not allowed by the controllers. From the report, social media companies have launched new campaigns to censor COVID-19 material that's opposing, quote, consensus, or rather the official medical narratives on the topic. Coupled with increased social engineering tactics, including appeals to, quote, herd immunity during restrictions, foundations are being built for an approaching era of COVID-19, quote, thought crime. Let's consider all of this. In George Orwell's 1984, it was the state that determined what constituted acceptable speech in keeping society orderly. In the current reality that we all find ourselves drowning in, it is a small cabal of companies in Silicon Valley that are now wielding absolute power over what we are permitted to see and say online. Even before the entire CV-19 scenario arrived to turn our lives Upside down. Social media platforms were under growing pressure to curb the spread of quote misinformation, i.e., anything that disputed official narratives, whether on CB19, climate engineering, or countless other issues. Today, with the CB19 scenario reaching unprecedented heights, the event has triggered what is now described as a quote infodemic, end quote. Digital platforms are now taking more steps to tackle anti-establishment CV-19 content on their services. In a joint statement, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft, Reddit, Twitter, and YouTube have pledged to work together to stop the spread of opposing viewpoints. Again, which means anything, no matter how credible, no matter how verifiable, anything that disputes official narratives is in this category. Primary social media platforms have been allowing national ministries of health and quote, reliable organizations, end quote, to advertise, quote, accurate information, end quote, on CV-19 free of charge. Conversely, information that does not agree or does not align with official CV-19 narratives is almost always flagged or banned, no matter how credible and verifiable the data is. We've seen YouTube announce restrictions on all, quote, conspiracy theory videos linking to all, quote, non-conforming CV-19 information. Non-conforming, again, anything that disputes the official narrative. Same is true with the climate engineering issue. All labeled as, quote, conspiracy theory. Again, the programmed term that has been pushed on populations that has programmed them to marginalize anyone that doesn't go along with the groupthink. Just as was the case with Orwell's dystopian novel, The Monopoly of Social Media Conglomerates Controlling the Flow of Information Today are a similar war machine that is attempting to censor every printed word. You must obey or suffer the consequences of the party. In recent years, anti-establishment dissent has been increasingly portrayed as a, quote, new age act of, quote, terrorism in the eyes of the authorities. The official definition of, quote, hate speech And other socially engineered dogmas have broadened to the point that anyone who questions any official narrative is an enemy of the state, and the state would have us believe that this makes them an enemy also of the people, which couldn't be further from the truth. Today, social media companies deploy vast armies of human and algorithmic moderators that surveil their users 24-7, flagging those that violate, quote, dangerous content, in quote, guidelines. They are also assisting in the mass surveillance systems being established to track and trace CV-19 movements. Again, track and trace. What does that really amount to? What's it add up to? Again, consider how ranchers keep watch over their cattle. Electronic track and trace. That's how. If a cow crosses a boundary, the posse goes out to round up the cow. That's how it works. That's how the controllers want it to work in our brave new world. Though the rapidly accelerating collapse of Earth's life support systems, being further fueled by covert climate engineering operations, will soon enough eclipse all plans and agendas, not just of those in power, but all of us. Orwell fictionalized about a representative state called Oceania, in which citizens are punished for a variety of crimes, including those you do and even those that you only think about. Orwell called the harshest of these crimes, quote, thought crime, the crime of simply thinking something that is disallowed by Big Brother. Isn't this exactly where we are heading right now? In fact, almost there completely. This control structure is constantly monitoring citizens and their actions. Those that commit too many, quote, thought crimes are banished to, quote, unperson status without any intervention or even the right to appeal. Does this sound familiar to you. Much like Orwell's 1984 novel, during the CV-19 saga, free expression and open debate is being replaced by technocratic systems of censorship, where anyone who disagrees or thinks independently is guilty of a thought crime and punished by being silenced. Orwell's commentary on the surveillance state has also come true. The only difference is that Orwell saw surveillance and control as, quote, "...only the domain of the state." where in reality, in our reality, the world we have come to know is one that also includes a network of private companies mining the details of our own private lives. CV19 protocols perfectly parallel Orwell's observation based on his knowledge and experience of communism and fascism that, quote, if thought corrupts language, language can also corrupt thought, end quote. On that note, here's some examples of the current official narratives. Quote, we are all in this together, end quote. Or, quote, stay home and stay safe, end quote. The language designed to set the quote, accepted viewpoint that always must align with the needs of the party. With these policies set into motion, any dissent is toppled from online. It's not allowed. With that in mind, let's ask and consider this question. As things continue to progress, what do you think the public will end up doing to those voicing their opinion that may disagree with the official narratives? Do you think that they, the majority public, will engage in dialogue with those who disagree? Or will they demand the agendas of the, quote, invisible enemy, in quote, are unpersoned from the internet and eventually, perhaps locked in a cage for their, quote, thought crime, for disagreeing with the official narratives, no matter how much information, verifiable data, there may be to back up a different opinion. How many are clinging to the official narratives, believing falsely that if they simply do exactly what they're told without question, somehow, some way, magically, their lives will go back to normal. That's not going to happen. GeoanduringWatch.org, based on all available data, has stated this from the beginning, of this scenario. And even long before this scenario came, what we have stated on the record for over a decade was that as biosphere collapse accelerated to the point where it could no longer be hidden from the population or close to that point, the power structure would become unimaginably desperate in their actions. Three primary cards would be played. So we stated over and over and over. Triggering of global conflict, false flag events, or pathogen release. For those that mistakenly believe that the unexpected challenges of the last year and a half will soon be over, correction. They're just getting started. Not only are social media conglomerates beginning to censor and remove selected CV19 content, but the blueprint is being developed to launch public backlash to further heights. We've met the enemy again, and he is us. It is our neighbors. People imagine that when the boots on the ground of tyranny arrive, it will be enforced by the police or the military. This newsflash, the boots on the ground are here, but it's not the final step of the plan. Next, the restrictions imposed on society will be enforced by your neighbors, Joe Sixpack and Jane Soccer Mom. Need proof? How about all the new, quote, snitch lines that are opening up in city after city and state after state all across the world to help, quote, good citizens turn in their neighbors who aren't practicing proper social distancing or other CB19 protocols? The controllers want you to feel that whenever you see someone within two meters of someone else, it's your duty as a loyal citizen of the brave new world order to actively report them to the authorities so that they can be dealt with. Those in authority are certainly keeping track increasingly as to who is conforming and who is not. But remember that they cannot carry out their draconian enforcement of anything or any other agenda, without the active or passive support of the majority population. Remember and always consider that. Another important building block in this ongoing social experiment is the fact that doctors are being promoted as the new soldiers. When nine eleven happened, there was a marked and notable intensification of the propaganda glorifying the military. What happened immediately after nine eleven? What wheels were put into motion by the military-industrial complex, the invasion and occupation of resource-rich countries in the Middle East? These actions were inarguably unbridled imperialism, carried out with the full unquestioning support of the US population and all other Western nation populations. What happened to the weather in every single nation named as target nations? The rain stopped falling. Only one week after nine eleven, former NATO Supreme Commander General Wesley Clark was given the Middle Eastern Nation hit list, all the nations to be targeted by the US and its allies. The events of 9-11, the quote, New Pearl Harbor, end quote, provided the military-industrial complex the license to do whatever it wanted, wherever it wanted. Thus, as mentioned a moment ago, the flow of precipitation to each of the target nations dropped and dropped till each of these nations was classified as having undergone a a once-in-a-thousand-year drought. Just a coincidence? Or were climate engineering operations a part of the equation? You decide. You decide. What other regions of the world are now being subjected to the worst drought in at least 1,200 years? California. Just another coincidence? I'll get to that shortly. First, in regard to controller-orchestrated propaganda. Propaganda has existed as long as civilizations, but it was nothing like what we have seen since, quote, the day that changed everything, i.e. the events of 9-11. And yes, the hero worship of the military-industrial complex personnel and veterans is one of the hallmarks of the age of terror that 9-11 ushered in. Question, is the current CV-19 scenario the new 9-11? And if so, what represents the new hero worship? It should be clear at this point that doctors, i.e. medical industrial complex personnel, are the new soldiers of this event, an event that Dr. Anthony Fauci and his associate Bill Gates told us was coming. Years before it happened, already we must dutifully show our appreciation for the brave medical workers on the front line of this new, quote, war, or face yet more social castigation. Just like 9-11, we were not allowed to question that event. We were told to blindly follow. We were told that, quote, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. No one was allowed to question what really happened on that day. And no matter how much data there is to refute the official narrative, how few Americans even care to look. How few Americans, while they're blindly waving their flags, care that there are over 3,000 people top architects and engineers from all over the world that completely refute the official narrative on 9-11 and they have peer-reviewed study to back up their assertions. But Americans don't want to know. They don't want to know. And how do I know that they don't want to know? Because I have personally purchased about 1,500 commercial copies of the 9-11 Architects and Engineers Experts Speak Out DVD and tried to circulate those. And so many refuse to even take it. They shut down. You can see their eyes glaze over when the official narrative is even questioned. That's how well programmed so many are. And that programming must be broken or we have no chance. How many times are we told by official sources, remember 9-11, remember 9-11, the terrorists are out to get us. And now we have a brand new adversary. And we are being told and trained not to question the quote-unquote experts that have anything to do with it or the official narratives regarding it. The socially engineered adoration toward the medical-industrial complex is going to be used to push an agenda exactly like the glorification of military personnel and veterans was used to push the militarism agenda of the post-9-11 years. And I know we have many good individuals, many sincere individuals That are part of the military, but it's not enough to just be sincere or to have good motives It's necessary to understand what you're a part of and to not participate in anything that is completely morally bankrupt Indeed tyrannical this time around we're being asked to glorify Medical industrial personnel because they are the same trusted experts whose authority cannot be questioned Remember These heroes are the ones, quote, risking their lives and the ones who will eventually give you the, quote, life-saving COVID-19 vaccine, like my stepfather and father-in-law got. You know, the same vaccine being pushed by known eugenicists, the one that will supposedly bring an end to the long psychological siege that we're all placed under, the magic vaccine that will return your life to, quote, normal. Don't pay any attention to the fact, again, that every vaccine manufacturer enjoys total legal immunity from any and all injury and or death their products may cause. Not my opinion, but rather verifiable fact. Big Pharma has reaped the rewards of this immunity for the last 35 years, since 1986. In the end, it seems the new, quote, social norms and cultural taboos that have arisen in the recent past have also created a raft of new, quote, thought crimes. These are the things that must not be spoken about for fear of being expelled from our new society. And where this road leads is a place much, much darker still. For this exact reason, it is vitally important for us, all of us, to link together and to continue to speak out about ongoing concerns before these socially policed thought crimes become literal crimes. If this is not confronted, voicing dissent may soon become much more difficult, if not completely impossible. The only thing we can be sure of is that the room to express dissent on these topics is fast disappearing. It's time for those of us who can tolerate thought crime to circle the wagons. And all the while, what else is unfolding? This new report from last week, quote, there's another pandemic under our noses and it kills 8.7 million people a year. More on that headline in a moment, along with many more breaking frontline reports covering the most critically important issues we face. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 296 in a row without fail. April 10th, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critically important information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, on the East Coast, in the Southern U.S., now in Chicago, and, starting today, San Antonio, Texas, and Tampa, Florida. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest org awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of org for our approximate cost to producing and shipping. As I have often stated a picture is worth a thousand words. The printed materials are exponentially more effective at waking others than simple verbal dissertations. And we again pass these products on for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County, California can pick up free geogenwatch.org materials from the vitamin section at orchard nutrition. The groundbreaking documentary film on climate engineering operations titled The Dimming is posted on the top of the GeoengineeringWatch.org homepage. This film has been made available to view for free. Our only goal is to sound the alarm, to wake populations all over the world to what is being done to them by their own governments, with very few exceptions. Please help us to share the dimming documentary with others and ask them to do the same. Help us in this most critical battle to expose and halt the climate engineering insanity. Again, the new headline mentioned before the announcement, there's another pandemic under our noses and it kills 8.7 million people a year. From that report, while CV-19 ravaged across the world, air pollution killed about three times as many people. What's missing from that report? First, the total amount that are being killed directly or indirectly by air pollution is far greater than 8.7 million, exponentially greater, and This air pollution is not just from industrialized, militarized civilization burning hydrocarbon fuels. Climate engineering is completely omitted from this report or anything like it. And for those that are still trying to convince themselves that if what we see in our skies being emitted from jet aircraft, the long, spreading, lingering trails that so often cover the sky with a milky white, filthy haze that comes down to ground levels and we have this very poor visibility at ground levels for those that are still trying to convince themselves that this is just condensation and that if it wasn't some official agency would tell us that's delusion all official air quality testing agencies test for pm10 10, 10 microns at best some test for pm2.5 very few the particles we are dealing with with climate engineering are exponentially smaller by design they go completely under the radar this is heavy metal particulates, polymer particulates. The system is designed not to detect these particulates, mountains of them, which we are all inhaling, which lead to an endless array of downstream diseases. And yet, the climate engineering issue is completely denied by the so-called science community. In regard to the climate engineering assault and the official denial of it, this new report from counterpunch.org, quote, The climate elephant in the atmosphere and in the room, the report states, Again, let's take a moment to correct this new headline title from counterpunch.org. By far the biggest elephant in the atmosphere is the climate engineering elephant. The elephant that the controllers will deny until the brutal bitter end, or until the majority of the population summons the courage to consider and face what they can see with their own eyes. And what the data and testing has long since proven is a reality. More on the bottom line of our collapsing environment shortly. Stay tuned. First, some additional details on breaking headline reports mentioned earlier in this broadcast, starting with this. A headline posted last week from multiple sources. Netherlands latest to halt AstraZeneca jab as Australia admits, quote, likely blood clot link. The report states, quote, regulators in the UK reluctantly acknowledged, or so it seemed anyway, 25 new cases of rare blood clots linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Several of the individuals had died due to the complications. Five earlier cases had been deemed not serious. But now it appears people are dying in the country that probably has the most to lose if the AstraZeneca jab were to be found defective. More European nations are expected to suspend the AstraZeneca vaccine, many for the second time following the latest revelations out of the UK, which only serve to further erode trust. This report is the tip of the proverbial iceberg. How come more in populations aren't questioning official narratives? How come they're not using their sense of reason and doing investigative research about such a serious issue as this? And on another note, should we consider that the unquestioning compliance with the mask mandate is providing the power structure with a barometer of public eyes wide-shut conformity. Question, is the power structure losing control of the narrative? What do you think? And if so, consider and remember, this will only increase their desperation exponentially. And beneath it all is the rapidly accelerating collapse of Earth's life support systems. That is what is fueling so much of what is unfolding at this moment in time. Question, how is it possible for unimaginably massive and ongoing crimes and criminality on so many fronts to occur in plain sight, in full public view, sometimes for decades, without the public being outraged or without rebellion? Because there are legions of so-called, quote, experts that are all too willing to say whatever they're told to say, without conscience, without morality, without virtue, without honor, and the public has been well trained to blindly accept whatever the so-called experts tell them. Eyes wide shut, and how well the ongoing scripted theater of political drama is working to keep the majority completely distracted from the wider horizon. Industrialized, militarized civilization is broken. It always has been. From the beginning, it was never sustainable, not even close. And now we're circling the drain. So many are fighting desperately to support the status quo. And in doing so, they are supporting the clinically insane power elite that are architects of the Matrix. Industrialized, militarized society was and is a one-way ticket to self-annihilation. Countless indigenous societies from all over the world over thousands of years deeply understood and practiced taking only what they needed from nature. They deeply understood the need to give back to nature, to give back to the web of life on which our lives completely depend. Industrialized, militarized societies, by contrast, have been well-trained and taught by so-called elected officials by so-called leaders, by materially motivated moguls, not to take only what you need, but to take anything and everything you can, with virtually no consideration of the consequences. There are far too few in the ranks of the human race that are willing to stand against clearly immoral individuals, policies, and scenarios. And how can it be that so few, even now, have their eyes open? to the converging catastrophes that are closing in on us all. How many are still trying to tell themselves that if everyone just stops using plastic bags or puts solar panels on their homes or buys an electric car, we'll all live happily ever after. Almost none comprehend the magnitude and inertia of what is already upon us and trying to stop it in minuscule ways while harboring the delusion that doing so will magically allow human societies to continue on with material consumption, with looting, plundering, and pillaging of the planet. It's insanity. It's like pretending a tidal wave could be stopped with a Dixie cup. Such statements of facts are no way to condone the global power structure that is carrying out its agenda who feel they have the right to choose who lives and who dies. What these statements mean is that we must face the truth. We must face this reality. And while doing so, we must remember it is the global controller's that have helped to orchestrate this matrix, that have helped to lead us all to this incredibly dark place we now find ourselves in. More headlines from ABC News in Washington. As mentioned earlier in the broadcast, zero flu deaths reported during the season in Washington. From that report, experts believe that many of the CV-19 restrictions may have also contributed to slowing the spread of influenza. Did did the restrictions help slow CV-19? We're told they did, but do, do they seem to have done that? I'm just simply asking the question. The more restrictions there are, the more lockdowns there are, the worse it continues to get. And now we're expected to believe that the CV-19 protocols completely eliminated the flu? This report states, since CV-19 took hold in Washington state, the number of deaths attributed to the common flu is zero. The report states, it is the first time in recorded history, at least 100 years, that there have been zero seasonal flu deaths in Washington. Does that sound a little suspect to you? Just asking the question. Next headline, sunlight renders cv 19 inactive eight times faster than predicted, says New Study. Question, do you think these so-called experts want you to know this? The report states this, researchers have found that the coronavirus is inactivated by sunlight as much as eight times faster than predicted by current theoretical modeling, providing a glimmer of hope in turning the tide of the pandemic, yet we're told to stay in our homes. Stay out of the light. The report then states this, and I'll tell you what's wrong with what it states in a moment. It says, quote, As with all electromagnetic radiation, UV falls on a spectrum with longer wave UVA reacting differently with parts of DNA and RNA than other mid-range UVB waves contained in sunlight, which kill microbes and cause sunburn in humans. It then states, Short wave UVC radiation has previously been shown to deactivate viruses such as SARS-CoV-2. Which is responsible for COVID-19 But this spectrum of UV radiation Is deflected away by the Earth's ozone layer False Absolutely false In 2014 GeoengineWatch.org Was the first large source and site To publish our UV metering Showing UVC on the surface of the Earth now Not stopped 100,000 feet up By the ozone layer As we have been told The ozone layer is indeed disintegrating Search geoengineering is destroying the ozone layer to learn more. One of our reports, we are getting UVC on the surface now. And yes, it is a microbe-destroying spectrum of UV radiation. It's also a DNA-damaging spectrum of UV radiation. It's responsible for the decline One of the core causes of the decline in insect life, it's killing plankton. It's frying the bark off of trees and foliage. It's easy to feel its surfaces and heat up incredibly quickly. This is why there's so much data now on closed cars and how fast they heat up. This is a very penetrating form of radiation. UVC, the last spectrum of UV radiation before x-ray, and it is on the surface now because the ozone layer is disintegrating. And the paradox is... As climate engineering aerosol spraying operations continue to destroy the ozone layer, the more the climate engineers seem to feel compelled to ramp up their operations in an attempt to mitigate what their operations did in the first place. The true definition of insanity, search geoengineering is destroying the ozone layer. To learn more, this in and of itself is an extinction-level scenario on the very near term. Over 75 years ago, global powers committed the planet and its populations to an experiment from which there is no return the experiment of climate engineering to engineer earth's life support systems to use weather as a weapon that's historically documented fact more on that in a moment but in regard to experimentation another headline from last week johnson and johnson has planned trials of its vaccine that will include infants from that report johnson and johnson plans to test its coronavirus vaccine in infants test in infants and even in newborns, as well as in pregnant women and in people who have compromised immune systems. The report states the bold plan for expanded clinical trials met with the approval of Dr. Ofer Levy, director of the Precision Vaccines Program at Harvard's Boston Children's Hospital, and a member of the Food and Drug Administration Advisory Committee that reviewed the company's vaccine data. Consider the conflict of interest here. It's staggering. Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna, whose coronavirus vaccines are now being given to adults, plan to gradually test them in younger and younger age groups. Those vaccines are now being tested in children 12 and older, using our children for lab testing subjects. That's what this adds up to, doesn't it? How else can it possibly be construed? But yet, as outlined earlier in this broadcast, investigation is currently being discouraged and may at some point soon be outright illegal. From NPR, and for those who think National Public Radio is in any sense serving the public, think again, it's a corporate-owned entity, period, that carries out the bidding of those in power. This report from NPR stated, few facts, millions of clicks, fear-mongering vaccine stories go viral online. The report states, a new NPR analysis finds that articles connecting vaccines and death have been among the most highly engaged with content online, this year going viral in a way that could hinder people's ability to judge the true risk of getting a shot. Question, will information that differs from official narratives, including peer-reviewed science study that differs from official narratives, will that hinder people's ability to judge the true risk? Or more correctly, will that enhance their ability to judge the true risk? You decide. Now let's tie cb 19 and biosphere collapse together. New from multiple sources. This intelligence forecast sees a post-coronavirus world upended by climate change and splintering societies. Intelligence forecast? No, it's not coming. It's here. And it will worsen at blinding speed. And we need a science study or an intelligence forecast to tell us this. Anyone, again, who doesn't have their eyes wide shut can clearly see what's coming. It's unraveling all over the planet, and it's based in biosphere collapse ultimately. When the planet can no longer support populations, the law of the jungle will very soon prevail, and we are very, very close to that point. CV19 and climate engineering and biosphere collapse are inseparable. In the case of CV19 and climate engineering, their origins are the same. Consider that. On that note, this new headline from last week. COVID-19 and climate shocks driving dramatic increase in hunger in Latin America, new studies find. For that report, in Central America alone, interviews with nearly 4,000 households reveal that 86% of families are food insecure. Again, about those who are showing up at the U.S. border, are they immigrants or are they refugees? The definition matters. More on the bottom line of Earth's collapsing life support systems. And yet again, we find Mr. Bill Gates. This headline from last week. Sweden acts as Bill Gates-funded Harvard experiment aiming to dim the sun to fight climate change amid outcry from activists. What a report of total distraction and disinformation, as if these programs haven't been going on for 70 years already. But from the report, Sweden's space agency has called off a geoengineering experiment to determine whether blotting out the sun with aerosols could reverse global warming, funded by Bill Gates. The project stoked fierce opposition from eco-groups. Eco-groups that are sitting silently and in total denial of the ongoing climate engineering insanity. What a total hypocrisy. These so-called environmental groups that adamantly deny and refuse to address the single most environmentally destructive human activity of all, climate engineering operations, which are the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face short of nuclear cataclysm, and there cannot be any legitimate discussion about climate anything, from any perspective, without addressing climate engineering first and foremost. This report then goes on to say, quote, the scientific community is divided regarding geoengineering. No, they're not just divided. They're in total denial, criminal denial. And the climate science community knows this is going on. Make no mistake about that. Geoengineerwatch.org, with our legal team, conducted a survey of over 1,500 climate scientists. We published their names, every single one of their names in this report. We had a simple survey question. Will you state on the record that climate engineering is not occurring? And guess what? Not one was willing to say on the record that they know it's not occurring. Not one of over 1,500. And we published the entire list. And we got scathing messages back from some on that list, like climate engineer Alan Robach, who was furious that we would ask such a question, again, which he himself refused to answer. Let's take a deeper look at the criminal Denial of the climate engineering reality by the entire climate science community. Their betrayal of the human race and the entire web of life. From the Hindustan Times and other sources, this headline from last week. World's two biggest democracies should join hands on confronting climate change. That's from John Kerry. The report states, decisive action by India will determine what this sustainable transformation will mean for generations to come, Kerry said. What a pack of lies. What a, a total criminal deception this is. The report then states U.S. Special Presidential Envoy for Climate Change, John Kerry, called on India to join hands with the U.S. to confront the climate crisis through a clean energy transition. He stated, quote, our two nations, the world's two biggest democracies, have a great deal to gain by joining hands and global leadership to confront climate change now. We must do this, Kerry said. It's all total deception, unimaginable deception. First, That these are two democracies, the US and India. They're not democracies, not by any rational definition. And then there's the falsehood of so called renewable energy, which is anything but. And anyone who takes the time to view the documentary Planet of the Humans will find that out. And again, that's part of my background. I live off grid. I have solar, wind, and hydro. But none of these so-called renewable energy sources are truly renewable. They are simply hydrocarbon fuel extensions at best. Again, view Planet of the Humans if you really want to learn more. That's a very, very informative and accurate documentary. And the, the facility, I've stated this in previous broadcasts, the facility they show at the, about the 40-minute mark of a blowing field of sand and in Daggett, California, in the middle of the Mojave Desert, I worked in that facility in 1983, it's gone now. It was never viable, and now it's gone completely. That's just one example of, of the fallacy of so-called renewable energy. You can't just destroy the planet and think you're going to switch to, quote, renewable energy that's built ultimately from hydrocarbon fuels and think that's going to allow you to continue the party indefinitely into the future. Not going to happen. Then Mr. Kerry finishes with this, quote, instead of building a modern and sustainable society that can be the envy of the world, some of us have contributed too much to the problem that we are living through today. Look in the mirror, Mr. Kerry." He then states, we are working to build back better today in the U.S. to transform our economy in a way that prevents the impending climate crisis by keeping global warming under 1.5 degrees C and also creating cutting edge jobs of the future, end quote. Again from Mr. Kerry. What a pack of lies. Again, we are through the guardrail. There's no impending climate crisis. It's here. It's unfolding by the day. There's no stopping it. If you shut all forms of human activity off today, we are still going to go to the bottom of the canyon. You can't just turn it off. And the climate engineering weather warfare insanity is only further fueling the overall fire. And, and Kerry's comment about staying under 1.5 degrees C warming. Based on frontline data, we are likely well past 3.5 degrees C right now. Temperature records are being falsified radically to the downside. The planet's in a state of total meltdown. Again, climate engineering further fueling the fire. Another headline from last week. And all of this ties into the CB19 scenario. Again, it's all completely connected if you understand all the pieces of the puzzle. New U.S. administration, even more aggressive with climate engineering assault. Joe Biden invites 40 world leaders to virtual summit on climate crisis. This is what they are doing. They are discussing what's happening in our skies. They are discussing what they are going to do at this point when these converging cataclysms are closing in on us all. Climate engineering, again, pushing all of it, further accelerating all of it. Short-term, highly toxic surface cooldowns at the cost of a worsened overall warming, at the cost of a destroyed ozone layer. The atmospheric contamination is ubiquitous. There's no place to hide. And even now, there are many who are still trying to convince themselves that it isn't so, that they're not seeing what they're actually seeing. Anyway, that's what the so-called climate science community tells us, that global climate engineering SRM operations would look exactly like what we see in our skies, jet aircraft dispersing particulate trails that would spread out and haze the incoming sunlight, They, the so-called experts, the official sources and power structure controlled media, tell us that if geoengineering were to be deployed, it would also disrupt the global rain cycle. They tell us it would destroy the ozone layer while they continue to repeat that it needs to be done anyway, as soon as possible. This is much like the narrative with the AstraZeneca vaccine, isn't it? That the benefits outweigh the consequences. Who gets to decide that? But anyone who has the courage to admit to what's been going on in our skies for over 75 years, backed up by mountains of irrefutable data, testing, and film footage, is labeled a quote, conspiracy theorist, a worn out CIA manufactured term that again is the final calling card for the fearful and the factless. Impact is now imminent. We are almost out of time before we face challenges that are unimaginable to almost all. Can we yet make a difference? The answer is a resounding yes, and I'm not offering any guarantee of a specific outcome except for this. Every single individual that our collective efforts helps to awaken matters on its own, no matter what comes. But if we can awaken enough, if we can reach a critical mass of awareness, we may yet make a profound leap in the right direction. And there's only one way to find out. How can you help? See the activist suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more. Share credible data from a credible source. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wiginton from geodringwatch.org.